All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another Squadcast podcast. This is episode number 15 that we have. This time we have a special guest that was teased in the last episode, none other than Justine Huxley, the voice of Watson, which you guys know and love. She is a really big part of the ranked meta right now for esports and also just a lot of people's favorite characters. So we have a lot of questions that we're going to ask her regarding a respawn, regarding Apex Legends, the state of the game, and just things that she's done in the past when she first tested the game and her opinion on the game and kind of her thoughts of when she first started to do Apex Legends and where it's gone and where it's taken her now with not only Apex Legends but voice acting. So we're going to jump right into it. We're going to start off with Seth. Seth, go ahead and let's kind of introduce our guest and also talk about the very first question that you have with Justine and her uh, first day testing Apex and when she first entered into the game as a voice actor. Uh, Yeah, well, basically, uh, Justine Huxley, you did a pretty good job of uh, introducing her. I'm not sure I could do much better, but my first question, really the thing that I kind of, we talked to Chris Edgerly, obviously you know him, the voice of Pathfinder, and the thing I really was interested in was like when you first found out you would be voicing Watson, like what did you think? Did you really know much about Battle Royales before or anything like that? Hi, first of all. <laughs> Bonjour, <Yeah>. everyone. Uh, <laughs> um, I had no idea what this game was because everything as you know, well, at least every game that I've ever done has been under a code name. So when you when you get the audition for a game, usually it's a totally different name than what the actual game is going to be. Mm. So um I can't even remember the code name at this point, but there's all these code names. My character had a code name. Um, I think everybody's character had a code name, but um, I really had no idea because it hadn't been talked about yet. The game wasn't out when I booked it. The game wasn't out. Um, So I knew that there had been some other voice actors like Chris. I mean, I didn't know Chris at the time, but I knew Chris was doing it and Roger Craig Smith. And um, I'm actually friends with Allegra Clark. So when I heard that she was doing it, I was thinking, wow, then this must be a great game because she's so talented. So I knew that she had done it because I I had talked to the writers and they gave me a little uh, of the cast. But um, I really had no idea what this was going to be. I had no clue that it was going to be this huge, massive fan following game that just has taken the storm. Yeah, totally. I mean, honestly, it was kind of surprising at least for me and i'm sure it was for you really when the game first came out it it was like i mean obviously you just said all that stuff like they're they kept it really secretive which is honestly surprising for me i don't know anything about like the behind the scenes and stuff like that but they just literally one of the biggest game companies ea they just have this huge game and respawn they're making it great developing company and they just dropped it out of the blue they didn't do anything and it was just a huge hit so i was absolutely amazingly hyped so when you first saw the success were you like surprised or what what did you think about that yeah well i i didn't know exactly when it was supposed to come out i knew that i was not going to be in uh the first eight characters because they had recorded um months and months before i did um so i knew i wasn't going to be coming out for months down the road but when i saw how huge it was i was thinking wow, this is this is going to be big. Yeah. And I was I could not wait until Watson came into the game. I was so excited. Uh, that's really, really cool, because a, a lot of people for us, you know, I've always say this in pretty much every podcast. I bring it up at least once, because a lot of people take an apex. They'll take a legend that we we call it 
like you main that legend it just basically means that you play that legend pretty much every game that you can Mm -hmm. and we take that legend and you kind of get attached to that legend's personality so people that play Watson um, there's kind of roles in Apex just like other games there's like certain specific roles that each player is you know has kind of perfected and so every pro team pretty much will take one legend and they will master that legend and so they kind of grow towards that you know that you know that's my legend that's you know that personality you know yeah, that's the one I play that's the one I go with so they kind of get close to that so it's really cool because you're a lot I guess the voice actors don't realize this sometimes because you guys are not as involved in the game as we think you would be and so right. <laughs> yeah because like, I just assumed they all play the game consistently they all love the game but a lot of you don't even know much about the game which is just kind of crazy because we just don't assume that sometimes so it's crazy to think that your voice is the one behind thousands and thousands and thousands of players favorite character in the game is that really millions I mean what was it 50 million people in the first few months I think they actually just reached 70 million uh oh my gosh yeah a couple months ago yeah they released a video on it on YouTube so yeah definitely millions and millions and millions so is that something that ever crosses your mind that people think about your voice and in the game that they love on a daily basis or you just kind of like I recorded it and don't you know just kind of go on my merry way You know, I when I first was recording, I just thought, you know, this is awesome. Another another gig, another game. I'm so excited to be working, you know, as a a voice actor. You just you never know what's going to happen. You could be super busy one week with a a lot of sessions and then the next week you've got nothing. Um, And it's just back to auditioning. So I was just grateful to be doing anything. (laughs) I think, you know, all of us, all of us voice actors are just you know, so grateful that this is a job that we love so much and that uh, we get to do what we love for a living. So um, I was super excited to be doing a character that was pretty new to me. I've never done a super scientific electrical character before. And <laughs> um, and I was excited to be putting my French accent skills to the test and, yeah. and use some of my uh, my old French class um words so i was i was really excited but i really had no idea that this was going to be such a a fan is that really what your experience is um with french is it like high school french or how far i I went um in middle school i did two years of french and then in high school i did three years of french so i've done uh five years of french classes um and then i i've been to france twice i went with uh my parents when i was a kid i think i was around nine my dad had uh, a business trip um to london so we ended up going to paris afterwards and it was incredible and then when i was 13 um i went with my uh, eighth grade french class which was a lot of fun and we toured all over the south of france and we also went to paris and it was they don't even Sounds offer those amazing. kind of classes at my school, so that's <laughs> that's just crazy. Like the, just to think that someone you know has. I always practice accents, you know, when no one's when no one's home and I'm by myself and I, you know, washing dishes and I just kind of entertain myself, which is really odd and creepy, I guess, because a lot. No, of I love it. I practice yeah. accents all the I time. Practice, <laughs> I practice my my British accent and my Spanish accent that I have no idea how to speak any of. Give, <laughs> give it a go, Miles. Let's hear it. Let's no, hear it. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just crazy to think that like some people like and i always think how cool it would be to be able to really 
make someone believe that I know how to do that. And so like when I, when I, before I ever met you, before I ever knew who you were, what you did, I just thought that the Watson voice actor was probably French. Like that's just what I thought because the accent was played so well. So the fact that you can pull pull that off, man, it's really impressive. Really impressive. Thanks so much. Well, it's thanks to my accent and dialect teachers. I I also went to a performing arts high school, so I've had uh, a lot of accent and dialect lessons and, and classes. Um, I had three years in high school of accent dialect training, and then I had four years of accent and dialect and voice and speech classes in college um, because I went to a performing arts college as well. So that really, really helped. <laughs> and my uh, my accent teacher in accent dialect teacher in college turned out she um left the school left teaching and now she does um accent and dialect coaching for major films and television and i think and uh accent and dialect work with julianne moore a lot and uh leah schreiber so she she's really incredible she's one of my favorite teachers oh that's awesome yeah what are some of the other games that people might know you from? Because I, I assume if you got Apex Legends, they probably knew your voice from other games. Is that how you came up? Or do you know how you came up? Like, Because I believe Chris, he, he made it sort of sound like they reached out for him for Pathfinder. Was it the same with you or, or how did that work? It, you know, I don't think it was um, because I haven't done that many games. I've mostly done animation and commercials um so i think that it was probably just based on my audition oh that's awesome yeah you know i'm sure that a lot of us i mean you know i actually don't know it, it might have been that that people were requested um i wasn't it was just a, a typical audition i auditioned from home most of the time probably most of the voice actors also audition from home um and uh, I didn't think anything of it. I get a bunch of auditions every day. This was just another audition. Mm-hmm. I try and forget about my auditions as soon as I send them off to my agent because uh-huh. if I if I remember and if I think about it, then I'll just feel bad if I don't get it. So <laughs> it's such a nice surprise when I do get something. It's Sometimes a numbers my, game. Right. It's a numbers game. Sometimes yeah. my agent will call or email and say, um, do you remember this audition that you did about a month ago or you know, a few weeks ago, you booked it. And I'm like, I have no idea what that <laughs> was. I, I have to go back into my emails and, and my recordings and see. And, and I think, oh, okay, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's good. I think a lot of my friends who are voice actors try to do the same so that we don't, you know, it's it's a tough business. And oh, yeah. you, most of the time you are uh, auditioning more than you're booking. So yeah. when you do book something, it's it's such a pleasant surprise. <laughs> and was it only Watson that you applied for or did you try out for uh, other? No, I only auditioned for Watson. Oh, that's interesting. Is it because of the French part of it? Is that why you were you drawn know, to that character? I think, well, that's the only character that I received an audition for, but um, my agents know that I do a lot of accents. Okay. Um, and so usually they'll send me, most auditions in my age voice range that I'm right for that has an accent because they know that I can do it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So what has it been like working with respawn? Like um, what is their office? Like give us some insight. I love that. You know, what is it? I know you record remotely a lot, but what was it like when you would go to the studio and you're with 
Sure. So we record um, not at the Respawn office. We record at a different studio um, in Burbank, California. Um, And that's incredible because it's a huge studio and it's so professional and and it's it's very exciting to have. uh, There's usually about five of them there in in the studio when we record. Um, It's uh, some sound people, our voice director, Eric, um, some of our writers, usually uh, Tom and Ashley are there. Sometimes Manny has been there as well. Um, yeah, they're they're just incredible. Um, but the studio, we've taken two tours. I've taken two tours now of the studio, um, which is at a different location. And we have met, I mean, I think there's at least 200 people working on Apex of the devs. And it's so exciting to meet them when when we first when I first went, I went with um, Mela, who plays Lifeline, and Johnny, who plays Crypto, and Nicholas, who plays um, Octane. Mm-hmm. And we, the four of us, went and took a little tour, and it was so exciting because I think uh, most of the devs didn't know that we were coming, so they they had met Mela before, but they had never met um, Johnny. Uh, Nick and myself. And so it was very exciting to meet them because we were totally fanning out over each other. And it was <laughs> it was so exciting. They were showing us all this new art that I can't talk about, but it was <laughs> super, super cool. Yeah. All these skins and and just seeing seeing all of the artists um, in all their different uh, work environments was amazing. There's a huge uh, art wall where some of the devs will will draw different funny um, funny pictures or sketches of of the different legends. Like there was one where one of the devs drew a Watson that was like totally jacked up and super muscular, and and <laughs> it was, it was uh, smoke coming out of her face. It was very funny. Um, they're 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 hilarious. All of them are so awesome and and fun and uh, really welcoming and. Um, yeah, it was. It's been so great. Also working with um, Vince, who's the head of the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been amazing, so generous. They gave us all this incredible swag the last time we came. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been really fun. We did a big signing the last time we went, and then we got to play test, which was amazing. They do a play test every day, um, usually in the afternoon. So uh, so they asked the voice actors if we uh, if any of us. Want some of them were a little hesitant because they'd never played before or they're they're not so good. I am definitely not very good at Apex at all. Um, <laughs> I need a lot of a lot of coaching, but uh luckily there were about I don't know, maybe six or seven devs behind me coaching me the whole way through and I happened to win as Watson, so that was very exciting. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, Dang. I mean, I was playing against some of the devs, so I think they may have let me win a little May bit. Have. <laughs> Nobody but will ever know. No one will ever know. And they said that I won. So I'm just going to take that win and, and go with it. So whenever you go into the studio, like like you said that, you know, they were there. The other, like the first eight were there recording before you were because Watson had not come out until a later time. Whenever you went into the studio to record the first time, uh, did you feel like, you know, the new girl starting a new job or, you know, all those nerves kind of kicking in or have you kind of got past that in your career since you've been doing it for a little while? I think I'm always nervous, like a little bit nervous starting a new job because you don't know who to expect. You don't know what to expect. You don't know who's going to be there. Um, I know that a lot of the the other voice actors had callbacks. Um, 
funny enough, I didn't have a callback, which is pretty cool. Wow. They just uh, they just booked me off my initial home audition. So I never met anyone in person. So I really didn't know what uh, what people would be like. And you, you just never know if there's going to be egos involved. You never know how nice people are going to be, how good of a director somebody is going to be. But everyone was so welcoming and so sweet to me when I came in. Um, they were just really down to earth. And, you know, you wouldn't necessarily think that for this big of a game. You think, oh, maybe there's, you know, a ton of ego involved and they're just, you know, too hot to trot. But yeah. everyone was was so nice. And uh, they made me really feel at home. And and they were really cool with me taking liberties. And um, and also, you know, sometimes the, the French accent is hard. And especially when there's words together that, kind of blend together or that uh, are hard to pronounce. They really let me take my time, made sure I got it right. Um, I would sometimes check uh, Google Voice or, you know, some kind of pronunciation app to make sure I was doing it right. So they really gave me the time and they gave me the space to make sure that I felt good about what I was doing, which I really appreciated. Yeah, that, that, that's really good. That's That sounds like uh, Respawn and EA are being a really quality company to work with. Yeah, they that's really nice are. to hear. Yeah. That's really cool. So I had I had one quick question I wanted to ask uh, yeah. for people who are interested in your voice acting career. How, what actually got you into voice acting? Like what was was there something in the beginning? Was there a specific point you remember? Yeah. So I have been doing theater since I was a kid um, and I went to college uh, as an actor in the acting conservatory at SUNY Purchase. And I have always loved theater, musical theater. Um, I used to do on-camera commercials when I was a kid. Um, I had graduated college. I had done a musical, um, a national tour of a musical uh, in New York, and and we traveled to 14 different states. And when I decided, uh, after about a year of, of living in New York after college, I decided to move back to LA and take a little time and figure out what I wanted to do next. Um, one of my cousins is a professional voice actor in LA, uh, he used to be the voice of MSNBC and Carl's Jr. and wow. a lot of commercials, a lot of a lot of promos, um, some video games, but a lot of a lot of promos. Um, and he said to me, you know, you've got this great voice. You can sing, which is great for animation. I'm a huge yeah. singer. Um, and you you know, you've got this theater training. You have all this acting training. Why don't you take some classes and I, be, I would be happy to introduce you to my agent when you've made a commercial demo and when you feel like you're more ready to do voiceover. So that was kind of the catalyst. And um, I really didn't think I was going to stay in L.A. for that long. I thought I was going to move back to New York. I'm from L.A. So I, I was super happy to be with my family in L.A. But I thought, you know, I'm going to go back to New York and do theater because that's where theater is. And I just loved voiceover so much. And I loved the sunshine of L.A. I loved being with <laughs> so many of my friends and family that I just stayed. And I've been doing voiceover in L.A. for about 10 years. Wow. wow that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I, I mostly started out doing commercials for the first couple of years. And then um, I started getting more into animation, video games, promos. I also uh, do the voice. Um, I'm the voice of the TNT daytime promos for the TNT network. So that's been really great. I do that recording from home, which is awesome. 
Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. what's so nice is uh, I always th- like imagine that you know when it whenever it's time for you to go do a gig, that means you have to get up and travel to wherever the location is. But the fact that you can do a lot of this in the convenience of your home in your own home makes it number one it makes it more comfortable so you probably enjoy it more at times where you can just wake up and you know not be so stressed about being in an environment with a lot of people i get really nervous and and i have really bad anxiety about being around a lot of people where i feel like i have to perform at a certain level um so it it must i know it's got to be nice to be able number one like i said to be able to be in your home and be comfortable but also you know think of it in in a time like this when you have this uh, big pandemic going around uh the world where you can still you know, be in your own home and still do voiceovers um, while, you know, not having to go outside and uh, break the whatever California is under with the whole virus thing. So I I know that's got to be very convenient at times uh, to be able to do it in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm so lucky for that because I know a lot of my friends that do on camera acting and theater acting, their shows have been canceled or postponed. So it's, it's definitely been really hard, but I am really lucky. I do have a home studio. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. I'm, I do miss going out to the, to the studios. Most, uh, video games and animation, they really like you to be there, um, and work with them. Um, and also dubbing, they want you to be there because it's uh, they record to picture, um, and you you record beeps they call it, and you you look at the voice flaps and you see you know how they're talking, and then you try and put your voice into their mouths. Mm. Um, so that helps being there in person, but um, but we're you know it's a it's a learning curve. We're all learning and trying to make do working all the time, and it's it's definitely. Um, been a positive being able to do this from home. Have you had to use the uh, motion capture for any Apex? I haven't. No, that it's so cool. I saw that that uh, Johnny and Roger Craig Smith did uh, did some motion capture, which was awesome. But um, no, actually, one of our animators, um, Moy, his uh, his niece did motion capture for Watson. She's not even an actress, but they just loved the way she moved so much. They had her come in and do it. And I think they they had her do it before I was even cast as the voice actor. And she is so great. Yeah, she she was just perfect for it. I think all of Watson's movements have been incredible and so in character. So cute. I love her little clapping. It's awesome. (laughs) I I love the way she runs with the gun in her hand. Yeah, it's it's, it's the best. It fits perfectly. Totally. That's something too that I think about when I see, because I, I I never thought like I never think of things like that. When I see the little animation of Watson clapping her hands, I just think, oh, it's all computerized. They just tell Watson, you know, the model of Watson to put, you know, to clap like this. But to see them actually do the animations, I saw one where. It's been months ago since this happened. I saw one where they were actually doing the animation of Lifeline getting selected as the uh, character. And I would see them sitting on a table and then doing the exact animation. I was just like, oh, wow, I wonder why they're doing that when it's all computerized. And like it was identical to the way Lifeline does it. I'm like, wow, I'm such an idiot. Like this is how they do, <laughs> this is how they do things like that's So that's so genius <laughs> to make it look a lot more natural. The movements look more natural. So it's cool that you You're know, funny. They, they have like a. It's cool, like you said, though, that they have a niece that this could potentially, you know, be their breakthrough of something that they might potentially enjoy and uh, have a job, 
you know, for months and years to come that they really enjoyed doing things like this. And that's what I always tell people is always chase what you love to do. Don't ever settle for just something because it gives money. Like I can tell that you have a passion for voice acting and that's what people I feel like forget a lot of times is to, uh, they might, they might be embarrassed of, Oh, who's going to laugh at me when I don't get the job or I don't get the gig. Like who cares about all of that? Like chase what you love so that you can be happy in your everyday life to wake up to a job that you just really love. Totally. I totally agree with that. That definitely is the dream. Yeah. Honestly, probably one of the reasons I, that or not probably, that is one of the reasons I've started YouTube and, that so far thank the lord we're we're doing great yeah who's your main oh this is a good one that's a tough question everyone go through and tell me your main (laughs) so i hate to inform you but my main is actually pathfinder um don't hate to inform me i'm good friends with chris i love chris i totally get it he's hilarious his quips are amazing and he's got great abilities please i do not take it personally I have the most, He's really talented. I have the most kills uh, by far over double with Lifeline, but I only that was when I was grinding like eight hours a day playing this game. Wow. Like yeah, so it was crazy. But since I stopped playing Lifeline back in season one, I've just been using Pathfinder and occasionally Watson, occasionally uh, Wraith, but mostly just Pathfinder. So Pathfinder for me. All right, I'll, I'll go next. This is kind of a tough one. Uh, similar to Miles, I started off with Lifeline for, uh, if you didn't know, one of her abilities is faster healing, mm-hmm. which is just, right. they're super handy all the time, you know, because I'm taking a lot of damage. <laughs> so I can heal up real quick. But ever since then, I switched over to Pathfinder like Miles. But uh, lately with Ranked, I've kind of found myself with Gibraltar a lot more, which is somebody I never thought I would ever like come to say yeah, is like yeah. one of my top, characters or one of my mains uh just because if you didn't know gibraltar was originally like the worst. pretty much the worst character <laughs> yeah. in the game and it was kind of a meme uh, <laughs> yeah and they've just buffed gibraltar so much just keep at like they've kept adding like new abilities and stuff like that uh to, to the point where he's actually like pretty good and ranked so i, I definitely have to go with gibraltar right now hey. yeah uh I, i'm gonna go I'm going to say Bloodhound just because nice. of the uh, the most time that I spent on a character has got to be Bloodhound. Oh. No doubt. Yeah. And for me, I mean, I think you can tell by my profile picture. Uh, <laughs> Mirage. Mirage. And uh, I just love Roger. Is his, He's so funny. So he's so funny. witty. I mean, I'm oh just God. you see his uh, Twitter posts every day. He's just a hilarious guy. And so I, I kind of relate to him as a person through the character. And it's just... Uh, yeah, Mirage is awesome. His clips are amazing. But when it comes down to like when playing ranked, I'll usually either do Wraith or Watson. It's because there's only a few characters that you can actually play in ranked because yeah. it's such it's a very high level team play. And Mirage is not a good team player, whereas Watson and Gibraltar, they are defensive characters that you need in the ranked levels so you have to actually really think about your lineup rather than just picking who your favorite exactly. is when it comes to ranked. exactly that's it, really cool that that there that so many people are picking watson and ranked i'm, I'm so happy. if you want me to be completely honest with you i don't think that there is a single top pro team that there might be one or two maybe maybe one or two but there, mo- more than likely there's no pro team that's in like the top 20 of pro teams that do not use Watson. They pretty much all use Watson. Uh, it's either Path, Pathfinder, uh, Wraith, and Watson, 
uh, or either like Watson, Gibraltar, and Wraith. So pretty much everyone uses Watson. I actually have a friend that I used to play competitive with that mains Watson, and he actually qualified for the uh, the major in Texas before it got canceled, unfortunately. But uh, so I have to tell them that you know that I actually got the pleasure of speaking with you because that'll be something that he like even him he probably has never thought about the fact that these are not just you know people who have a voice behind the game that just kind of go unnoticed like these people are like real people who take the time to record every single one of these lines <laughs> to make them real to the game and that that's just it's still remarkable to think about but but yeah most people use watson in ranked and she's just such a good legend for the game and actually speaking of which i actually have a guest question by one of the top apex players his name is nice wig he's a big streamer he's uh in clg and he is actually a pro player and if you ever watch you'll see him playing in all the top tournaments he's a super Thanks. good controller player but he plays watson quite a bit he was actually maining watson for this last season and he actually wanted to ask you if you could change watson's name what would you make it and i know this is on the spot so it's going to be kind of hard for you it's, to, yeah it's to, a lot to, to think, think of about. something but just think oh, of her how character did you change her name nice wig what are you doing only, to her? i mean the only name i can think of off the top of my head would be something like electric like electra or something yeah. you know electra. something electric Ooh. yeah I love and then speaking of which did and oh and thank you nice wig for that question and nice wig is an amazing guy so thank you so much for doing that thanks um, yes <laughs> and speaking of did you get all the backstory on watson prior to the character or do you know a lot of her backstory prior to voicing the character or after or how how did that work yeah during during recording i would find out more and more about watson which was so cool especially um i don't know if you saw when when uh when watson was launched um the animatic with her father did you see that one oh yeah that oh, was yeah. absolutely yeah, amazing yeah it was so cool so i got to find out a lot more about watson um recording that and uh i I probably ask the most questions of any voice actor. I'm, I constantly am asking a million questions to the to the devs uh, and the and the writers because I'm I'm so curious about about everybody's backstories. I that's my favorite part is the lore. I think the lore for this game is so well done. The writers are so great. They really have very fleshed out backstories for every character. Um, I loved the Wraith backstory and the crypto animatic, the animation for him came out. I, I just think they're, they do such a great job with that. Oh, I 100% agree with you. Like that's one of the things about Apex that's separated it from so many other games like that are very similar. Obviously there's some different aspects as to gameplay, but one of the things that I've noticed really about Apex and that has drawn me towards the game and a lot of people probably could relate to this. Uh, obviously I, I've hope, I hope you would know this, but if you didn't know, uh, Apex Legends is in the Titanfall universe, which is a previous yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, I completely lost my train of thought. Okay, there we go. Uh, I got it back. Uh, the lore, they always had a ton of lore and backstory to Titanfall, obviously, since the campaign was a huge part of the game. And then they brought that over into Apex and really continued on with the lore, which I think is honestly one of the best parts of Apex Legends in general, uh, like you said. And 
I also think something I've been saying for literally months now since the beginning of the game, uh, ever since they really released those cinema cinematic animations and trailers, they were so good. I've always thought that it would be cool to see uh, like a little anime, like a short episode, yes, like yes. eight oh, that would be awesome. series. Yeah. yeah. Get, like maybe even one on each character. I'd love to see that type of thing. Because, I mean, I'm sure you've done a lot of anime, like voice acting and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would, yeah I would love that. Now, yeah, Chris I, was yeah, actually talking would... about it today when he was uh, interviewing uh, Manny. Manny? Yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't seen the interview yet. I've got to see that. Yeah, Manny is is a funny character. But um, while he was interviewing him, he was like, oh, I pitched to Vince how we should do a live action animation yeah, of all so the characters and all. <laughs> so he's definitely down for the idea if it ever comes yeah. up. Every- I think sh- all of us voice actors would be totally into that as well. I know I would. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're familiar with, uh, there's a YouTube channel called Tooncraft, and I think the owner of the YouTube channel actually works at Respawn as an animator. Yeah, uh, that's Moy. Yeah, and he's awesome. His his Apex tunes are so, yeah, so, so funny so, and so cute. So I I'm, love assuming, them. I'm assuming, since you know that, you've watched them, and uh, there's been this big, like, in all of my Twitch chat and everything, there's just been this huge kind of like a constant talk and conversation about this love, like this little two lovebirds of Watson and Octane. And I don't know if you've seen the the animation. (laughs) Yeah, I saw the one where they were, where they were making s'mores, right? Yes. I loved that. And that's something that I feel like with the lore, Apex has a lot of things kind of prefigured. Like here's how the storyline of Apex of why they're playing at this map, why they're moving to this map or why uh, Mirage makes this voice line and things like that. So that's really cool. But then also on top of that, like not just an animated series to give us the lore of the game, but like a, a, a like an animated series as well that kind of just goes on like a TV show. Like you can always just come up with new ideas. Like the fact that Watson just, Hey, Watson and Octane are, are, are a thing. And then you can play a duos as Watson and Octane as them playing in duos. They get like a, you know, what if Watson and Octane actually fall in love in the game? And then they have like a, a team badge and then they can start playing and making abilities that are according to their own, own abilities because they are the apex of legends official couple. That would be so cool. That would be my favorite. <laughs> You know, I, you know, I've seen Watson being shipped with almost every character except for Caustic. So keep going. Caustic is such a very, I, I love his voice lines and I think his voice lines and as long as, uh, as well as Pathfinders make the trailers so entertaining because Caustic oh, can yeah. just say something that's so dark. <laughs> And it's just like, wow, like what a man. Like it's just like he actually totally. just said that. Like, and it's so funny because JB Blanc uh, who who voices Caustic and Darren DePaul, who voices Revenant, are probably two of the nicest, funniest guys. Yeah. <laughs> they are so unlike their characters. I mean, very, you know, funny and has a lot of sarcasm and and um, but you know, so he so he has that the sarcastic and and wittiness of caustic, but he's such a nice guy. He's so unlike caustic in that way that it's I so figured, funny. Yeah. You know, when I actually met him, um, and when I actually met Darren DePaul, Darren was Darren um, came out with a bunch of with with a bunch of us voice actors to to do karaoke, and we just had a blast. He's hilarious. And when um, speaking of which, do you? have stuff that you relate to 
uh, Watson because I think for some reason, I don't know, Watson is just a very bubbly person in the game and she's like a brighter person in the game. You know, she's very positive and she's super adorable with all the voice lines and, you know, her movement and everything. How, How much of that is you? I think that Tom, one of our writers, would say that the bubbliness is is very much me. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, you could tell. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, I I'm. It was funny. I I listened to another interview that uh, Roger Craig Smith was doing, and they asked who was who is who of the voice actors is most like their legend um and he said me, um, <laughs> uh, which is which is funny. Um, you know, I am not scientifically inclined to be, you know, electrically savvy like Watson is. She is so smart with and with all of her electrical puns. I'm I've definitely been getting into the electrical puns. I, I keep think of new <laughs> ones on my own because they're just so good. <laughs> they are um, but yeah, you know, um, I it's fun to be this scientist character because my boyfriend is actually a scientist, um, not oh, wow. an electrical scientist. He um, he is a researcher and researches uh, a lot on climate change and geography. He's he's also a geographer. So it's it's really cool for me that I get to do something that is sort of related to what he does also, <laughs> which so, is, you know, he's has... so he's not an actor at all. He's uh, oh, wow. He's, yeah. You know, the scientist. So it's really cool for me. So has your boyfriend ever played Apex at all? He hasn't, but he he's looked uh, he's watched some of the YouTube videos. And um, yeah, he uh, he loves he loves watching. He's not a great battle royale player. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And um, so I assume obviously you can speak science with him now since you've you've played Watson. And And I was going to ask you, too, you know, we have a lot of young viewers who might be in a state of trying to figure out what they want to become when they grow up. And I was just wondering if you had just any insight or advice to anyone who wants to become a voice actor. Sure. Um, Well, first of all, um, do you know uh, there's there's a website called I want to be a voice actor dot com. Oh, wow. It's so yeah, it is so fantastic. Um, it is uh, a website that has so many things like uh, starting from zero voiceover myths, learning to act. I'm on it right now. It's uh, it's actually my friend D. Bradley Baker's website. He's an incredible voiceover actor in probably hundreds of and thousands of animated shows um, and video games as well. He does incredible creature voices and he's just so talented and he has made this free website for anyone that is interested in getting into voiceovers. And so I highly, highly recommend I want to be a voice actor.com for anyone that's looking into it because it is, it's, I even look at it when I have a callback sometimes um, just to go over some of the basics that sometimes you forget when you're doing something for a long time. Yeah, t- definitely. That's awesome. It sounds like the exact perfect thing for literally anybody out there. Go check that out. That's we'll definitely totally. have the yeah, and, and you know, for, for anyone that's just starting out, take classes, take improvisation. Um, improv helps so much with everything voiceover related commercials, video games, um, yeah, uh, take 
accent and dialect lessons. It, I can't tell you how many times I've booked roles that are totally different from my regular LA Valley girl accent. <laughs> so yeah. Um, take singing lessons because even if you're not a singer, um, you learn breath control and you learn projection. And, um, and for me, I think, um, the musicality of singing, there's so much musicality in voiceover animation, video games. Um, sometimes it's, it's great to learn rhythms. So that helps as well. And, and one thing I wanted to let people know about with you before we go is uh, your cameo, right? Did you yeah, just, get on just got on cameo? Yeah. Okay. So if you want to uh, tell them the link and we'll also link that down below, if you want to tell them like things that you do on that or. Sure. So, um, so I'm on cameo um, and it's a website or it, it's also an app where you can um, book me for personalized video greetings, which is a lot of fun. Um, and I'm here to wish you happy birthday, happy anniversary or uh, it's www.cameo.com slash Justine Huxley, my name, or you can just search for my name on the on the website. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Cool. We'll make sure to uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. link that in the top of the description for everybody. Make sure to go check that out as well as your Twitter yeah, and all your other a, social a lot of, medias uh, and stuff. A lot of Watson shout outs. So that's okay. Really I was going to say, yeah. I was going to say, so yeah. you do do Watson's uh, voice, correct? I do. Just I people do. Are gonna ask, love- I, yeah. I was going to ask if you they can make that, like, yeah. uh, if you can make like an alarm for me to go to work and just like tell me in the Watson's voice that I need to get up. It's time to get to work or something. That would be, that go would be much yes. more motivating <laughs> than hearing a screaming rooster in my phone just to make sure I'm awake. <laughs> I would much rather be, I'd much rather wake up and be happy to go to work after watson encouraging me to go, <laughs> go make a living totally but, yeah, but, yeah well justine thanks yeah. so much for uh for catching up with us and being able to talk and uh give us 40 minutes of your time on the Squadcast podcast and thank you nicewig once again for the question that we had um really interesting to see a lot of this stuff from the background of a voice actor a lot of things that come up that a lot of you guys that play apex probably have never thought of before uh the things that these voice actors go through and how we have come uh, come to the point now where we are, we're able to know and love these voice actors and care about what their voice sounds like i mean could you imagine watson being taken out of the game and a, and a new voice actor for Watson? it would never be the same people wouldn't love it people want the original <laughs> justine huxley so it's really nice to get to know these people on a personal level so thank you so much for giving us your time once again yes and thank any, you so much any so- last any last words you would like to say no, uh, I'm I'm happy to to say a Watson line. I love my one of my favorite lo- Watson lines, especially in this crazy time. Is my light shines bright. I oh, love that. Oh, oh, that was so that was so good, dude. I just love it. Like it's so crazy because I'm expecting an impersonation of someone who can do it good, but no, it's like spot on. It's just crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's gen- genuinely so weird. I literally, got, uh, honestly, I kind of got chills there. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. What a great uh, way to end it off. Jeez. Yeah, that was awesome. That was good. But thank you guys so much for watching the Squadcast podcast. And once again, thank you, Justine Huxley, for joining us. And we're going to be signing off for now. We will see you guys in the next podcast. Make sure to leave a thumbs up on this video if you did enjoy. And subscribe to the Squadcast channel to make sure you don't miss another episode. And also, once again, thanks to Nicewick for the question that we 
we had. And make sure if you want a question on the next podcast, to comment down below with the hashtag question. And we'll make sure to give you a shout out and answer your question on the next podcast. And until next time, we will see you later. Signing off for now. Bye, guys. See ya. Peace.